welcome to a Journey Through GCSE podcast, where the exams are a game, but the prizes are far from lame. This is a podcast where I, alongside two other international students, will document our journey through GCSEs. Just to introduce ourselves again, if you didn't listen to the previous episode, I'm Anna. And I'm Christina. I'm Oscar. So this episode, we're going to be focusing more um, about the beginning of the school year. So would anyone like to start? Uh, Yeah, I think because a lot of people um, are still on online school and we only just recently returned to physical school, I think we should talk about um, our main tips for online school. The main one, uh, I know it's better, you want to lie in, you want to soak up as much time in bed, but I'd really suggest getting up at least like 15 minutes to 20 minutes earlier because I know myself I woke up 15 minutes earlier just so I could brush my teeth and just physically prepare myself I didn't even get changed out of my pajamas to be honest if you don't wake up like 15 minutes before because you're not going to school and you don't take transport if you wake up like at the same time that you normally would you could fit in like an hour of exercise or an hour of like Um, extra revision time before attending school so it might be worth like if you're finding yourself really struggling with like managing revision after school when it's online or if you don't find yourself doing like enough exercise then maybe you could use the time that you would spend doing transportation exercising Um, that's what I did and I managed to fit in quite a bit actually so if you think you need to start exercising or like extra revision time you should definitely like wake up at the normal time and just use it to do more other things or maybe if you want you can you can even use this time for entertainment like scrolling through on tiktok or instagram or even netflix because i find if you devote your time to entertainment in a set time frame it's a lot easier to get on with your work so usually in school especially since we've gone back to physical school now I always have, as soon as I get home, maybe half an hour to just relax before I get onto my homework. Because then it's really easy to get into that mindset like, yes, I've had my reward for being hardworking, uh, or I've had my reward for doing stuff physically, and now uh, it's time to actually get down to business. Yes, I totally agree. And also, uh, this is slightly... It's still related to the topic, but um, it's unrelated to what Anna and I just talked about. If you, like for a certain subject, pick whether you're going to do it online or take physical notes during online school and keep it that way. Like for example, for history, I did everything in my book, but then for the sciences, I did everything online and I printed everything out when we returned to school. So pick one and don't mix between the two because that will make your life very difficult. And it's great to know where your notes are because if you lose any of them then it's really really hard to get back because when you're revising for GCSEs then I imagine it's going to be really really hard to go like okay where's my notes for say in English uh, rhetorical devices and where are my notes for unseen poetry because it's really important to know where it is so you can stay on top of it and organised. Exactly. And linking to keeping on top of your work, I'd also recently, so in our school, there's something called Positively Care, and we follow like well-being and mental strength. And although personally, I think some of it is a bit of 
mumbo jumbo. <laughs> I definitely think it's worth just keeping in a healthy, staying in a healthy mindset. So our teacher was talking about how the three things he hates or like can't manage without are he needs to go to the gym, he needs to have food and he needs to have some sleep, like a good eight, nine hours. And I definitely think that's worth looking into because once you have your three to five to however many things you need to stay the same, it really helps with school. So I always love watching like an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine or my favorite TV show in the afternoon or at night when I'm ready to go to bed because then it's like, oh, I can relax. I can be thankful that I've finished a day. I don't really do that. I don't, I don't know. Like every day I do the same stuff anyway. So I feel like I don't really need um, something like to maintain the same. Because like, you know, every day I do a bit of exercise. I do, you know, a bit of homework, a bit of revision. I go to school and it's all pretty much the same for me. And that's the way I like it. So I don't think I need like preventative factors as they were called in school. Yeah, and uh, and those are just two examples of how people can differ. So if your friend, so for example, my friend, she's so on top of sciences, it's actually mad. So uh, she brought home her folders so she could take physics notes to keep on top of work. Whereas I really only bring back my folder if I know there's a test coming or if I know there's homework. Because I like to keep on top of my mental well-being and devote my time to what I think is more worthwhile. I'm not saying that physics isn't worthwhile, but uh, I have Latin homework, I have a maths test coming up. So it's definitely a bit of rewarding and a bit of uh, hard work. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way that, you know, you can, like, be mentally stable. If you yeah. do something that you enjoy, and something that you find hard and need to overcome because otherwise you're never going to develop as a person. Yeah, and it's very important to have mental stability and obviously this isn't a mental well-being podcast but it's if you do have uh, some problems at home or problems just in school, it's really worth talking to someone um, because I have a family, I talk to my sisters sometimes and so you can always get some things off your chest, even if you're not struggling per se. Yes, I, I completely agree. And that's why online, like if you have like an anonymous Instagram or an anonymous Reddit, even posting on that can um, help alleviate some of that internal conflict and internal stress. Uh, Oscar, yeah. do you have anything you'd like to add? I'd say uh, don't overwork yourself mainly because no matter how much you revise, if you revise months in advance, you're gonna forget that. No matter how much you do, it'll, come, it'll go through one ear and out the other. Because when you, when you repeat things too much, they lose meaning to you. So I don't recommend waking up hours early before school, like meaninglessly going over notes, because there's no point. Because if, it's a, if it was an upcoming test, maybe I understand. But if you're just going for a regular class, there's no point getting up and you know, hurting your mental health and not sleeping well 
because you're really feel nervous, which at the end of the day don't benefit you for that week or day. Mm, that is 100%. very true. Yeah. And this leads on to our next topic, uh, balancing work on weekends. So what I always like to do is I always, since it's two days, I like doing work on one day. It doesn't matter if it's Saturday or Sunday and then relaxing the rest. Oh, okay. Oh, so like, so you do all your homework on one day and then the next day you just like chill pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And that's usually, it depends on my workload. But for example, today, it's a Saturday. Today is my relaxing day. I might do little bits of small homework and I might hang out with friends. Uh, And then tomorrow, Sunday, that's when I'm gonna get all some of my revision done, like my larger pieces of homework. And just, and if I finish early, then that's great. And I can spend whatever my time, uh, my time on whatever. So it's definitely to do with balance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, How I like to organize my weekend is I do as much homework as I possibly can on the Saturday and then on Sunday I just do revision. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do tomorrow. Just some math revision because I'm trying to finish all my homework for the weekend today. So tomorrow I can just devote it to actually focusing and getting some math done. And adding on to that, ECAs are so crucial as well because Mm. you can do something after school that helps your stamina, that helps you maybe relax, maybe just have a change in your routine. So I do netball. I like getting my exercise in then instead of devoting maybe morning time or afternoon time uh, to my cardio (laughs) and fitness. Uh, and that may be different to, uh, for other people. Yeah, it's about finding what works for you and then just like emphasizing it and doing it as much as you can in order to, in order to help yourself. 100% yeah. Uh, and how are we finding our new subjects? Uh, well, I'm like, this is gonna sound like really cheesy and really cringy but I feel like I'm in year seven again because like you know when you come to year seven and you're in senior school now and everything's super new and you're taking all kinds of new subjects that you haven't done before like drama and DT and geography and history and all that stuff and I feel like that all over again because like I'm not necessarily doing subjects that like I haven't done before but it's just that like now everything it's like I'm only doing the stuff that I love and that makes me so happy you know like I enjoy doing the homework and I enjoy doing the revision because I love the subjects that I'm taking and yeah know, that just makes it's me the same so for happy. me in Latin I've always loved Latin but my classes the people in my classes they just didn't enjoy it and now that I'm in a class sure it's a tiny class with only two other people i can really enjoy myself and i can really look forward to my lessons because i know it's the gcse for me really yeah yeah and i couldn't agree more with the year seven analogy because it does feel like everything's new Uh, i'm taking economics which is new i find it 
interesting, definitely, but maybe a bit boring, but hopefully it will get better. Yeah. And I think just knowing that I don't have to think about boring DT, well, for me, it may be boring, and drama where you have to remember my, like countless lines. I don't actually know because I haven't taken it, but I'm just happy that I've dropped all of the subjects that I waited since basically mid-year seven to drop. Yeah, I, I completely agree. For me, I mean, German and Chinese are like pretty much the same as they were last year. Uh, history and computer science are new. Well, obviously I've done history before, but I haven't done computer science before. And I'm in history, we have a new teacher. And I don't know, I just really like it because, you know, we take notes and then we just do like practice questions and we're always learning and I, I just like learning new things and like yeah. also I just like history like I like learning about what happened in the past and like how it affects us today I mean Anna, yeah. you're also history, doing history I find right? really interesting at the moment because although we're in different classes we're both doing the Treaty of Versailles and I'm onto the new treaties I'm not sure about you oh yes uh, have you yeah and I just think well, for one, I actually know what we're doing for GCSEs and that's making me feel a lot better about the exams. It's like, oh, I know this now. I, I even did my test uh, on Wednesday a couple of days ago and I think I have it down and that's great because then it's, it feels like there's a weight off my chest because I know I don't have my results back yet, but I know that, hey, it's probably going to get better in a couple of years when I'm actually taking my exams. Yes, precisely. Uh, how was geography for uh, you, Oscar, and Anna as well? I love it. I mean, I've always loved geography because I found it uh, basically like an easier economics and kind of biology, I suppose. Oh, yeah. And uh, obviously my teacher, he's, uh, I won't mention his name, but he's very friendly and he does know how to teach it well. Uh, so I definitely think that's a contributing factor uh, and just in general it's interesting informative and it's information that I know I'll probably use in the future so we were talking about floods and the area that I well I might live in in the UK uh, has prominent floods in the wetter seasons and so knowing all of this stuff is like oh cool I can use this in the future so it's actually worth knowing that's always like the best part, you know, when you can apply it to the future. Yeah, it's the same with uh, maths because my English teacher, we were, we just came back from maths and she, uh, the, the lesson before and she was like, oh, what did you take? And we were like, oh, we took maths. And she's like, I only remember two things from my exams, my GCSE exams. And that was ratios and I think it was uh, area because it's actually the important areas that you use in your everyday lives. and. It just struck me how those are also my favorite because I can apply them and I can use them over and over again and remember them and find them not interesting but just worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, I agree. How are you finding drama, Oscar? I heard from other people in your class that it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is actually. Um, a lot of people hate drama because, uh, you know, they don't like having to remember things or speak out loud or they don't like public speaking but a lot of it's just working in groups 
no one judges anyone. It's uh, it's like it's like a little friendship, even if you don't like the people. I this think... is all, is all right. Um, yeah, it's it's not too hard. It's easy. Look, there's zero coursework actually. It's all writing notes and worksheets and things, waiting, reading up to an exam. Yeah, I think it's only geography and history who have coursework and drama, as well as like the other art stuff, right, Anna? Uh, I think so. I mean, I'm not taking any art, so I'm not sure about that. But I am taking history and geography, and I do know that those two have are the main bulk of the coursework. Yeah. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll talk a bit about computer science. Yeah, no, of course. Please uh, do. Okay. So I wasn't really sure if you know I would like computer science or like if it would click with me as a subject, but I took it anyway, and I'm so glad that I did. Like, I love every single lesson and like just like the coding part and the theory part and it's all so nice when it like all fits together and I, I really don't regret my choice, which um, makes me really happy. Uh, if and anybody... that's great because I know, oh, sorry, and, sorry. I, and that, I know that's great because I know you swapped your GCSEs at the yeah. end of year nine, I think. Yeah. And do you want to just talk through your thought process for that and I know you mentioned how you're so relieved now but just on the off chance that you weren't relieved uh I mean if I didn't like computer science then I probably would have changed back to business already but uh, the reason that I chose computer science in the end was that if it turned out that I did like it then I could pursue it at a level but if I had chosen business instead and then um, I wanted to do computer science at A-level, I couldn't have because it's really hard to do A-level computer science without having done the GCSE, but that's not the same for business. Like business, I can take the A-level without having done the GCSE. So that was why in the end, you know, I chose computer science, but I'm just so happy that I chose it anyway. Um, yeah. And did you have to know any coding beforehand for those of you who may be thinking about taking computer science? No. Like, there are like a bunch of kids in my class who have done it before, but I haven't done any, and I'm doing okay. You know, I'm not like top of the class, but I'm understanding, and I know where, like, everything is coming from. So I think that if you are thinking about doing computer science GCSE, but you're worried about the coding part, I really don't think you should be because like I don't know we're doing a bunch of complicated complicated like quoted complicated projects but like if you look at the past exam papers they're actually not that complicated like the coding questions aren't like miles long and also our computer science exam is handwritten so they can't make the code that complicated anyway because you can't write as fast as you can type so I think that's definitely a good thing as well. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I was wondering about that actually, because I wouldn't have taken computer science, even if I was like a maths whiz or something. But uh, that's what I was thinking about, that you had to write down the code instead of typing it, or if you're going to have an electronic-based exam. No, it's, um, it's CIE, so it's Cambridge Exam Board, so it's handwritten. But I think that's a good thing. So, and I don't think there's any coursework, which is also a good thing. 
because I'm not really a big fan of coursework. Yeah, on the, on the other hand, I really enjoy coursework, although I haven't really started any of it. I think, well, personally, I prefer that I'm able to get half or 30% of the GCSE done and over with. And if I really try hard on my coursework, then when that affects my total grade, I can fail the exam, but I'd still have that small bit of coursework to like lean back on as a support. So it's good for that reason. Yes, I think that's one of the main advantages of taking an exam that has coursework in it. Yeah, for example, my sister, she got uh, 100% in her geography uh, coursework. And so I think that got her to like a C or a B. Uh, and this was using the old uh, grading mark scheme. So C or B. And so if she completely failed the exam, then she would still have a passing grade. Mm, that's good. That's good. What is the ratio of the drama coursework, Oscar? What's the split between the coursework and the actual exam? I can't tell you. I really do not know. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. And then for the exams themselves, this is more a generalization. But I think it's it's important to know, not necessarily at the beginning of year 10, but maybe early year 11, what uh, specifications on each paper there is. So for example, our English teacher, well, my English teacher, she's very particular on, knowing, on making sure every student uh, knows what we're focusing on and why. So we were doing our anthology work and she's like, all right, what paper is this? What, is it lit or lang language? And if anyone got it wrong, she'd like stare you down. Uh, so I definitely think you should listen and remember those things, especially for history as well, because you need to know the difference between a four marker, a six marker and a 10 marker. Yeah. And also knowing the difference between the two papers and what kind of questions will come up on each of the two papers is also very useful. So you know what to revise. Yeah. So... And now for taking breaks and double lessons. So I'm not sure if this applies to every school, but do you guys, uh, what do you do in your breaks? Uh, well, I have in history, I have a friend uh, in my class and when it's the break time, I just talk to her. And it's the same in Chinese and German. Like I just talk to other people, just like relax for a bit without doing any of the work. Uh, and then in computer science, we actually don't get breaks, we just code the whole lesson. But I think it's because once you start coding, it's so hard to get out of, like once you, so if so say you're coding and then you stop for even for like five minutes and you try to get back to it and it's going to take you like at least another five minutes to like remember what you were doing and to like get back into the rhythm of typing again. Yeah, that's personally why I don't like the breaks because the only one I can think of off the top of my head is Latin because I love Latin so much and I'm in the groove, I'm like translating everything and then out of nowhere my teacher's like, all right guys, five minutes break and I'm like, no, I don't want to leave the classroom, you know? And But I don't want to be the only one in the classroom with my teacher there because then it's just awkward. So I go out, I go to the bathroom, I like uh, get water, but there's not an awful lot to do in those five minutes, so I'm just kind of standing around, really. Yeah, exactly. What do you do in your breaks, Oscar? 
Uh, I just stay in the classroom and finish my work if I have any left over. Oh, yeah. Um, but in geography, uh, my friend Jonty, we just walk around. We just walk around the school. That's literally all we do. We just take laps around the school. It's really weird, but it's relaxing. You're in my geography class, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I actually leave in geography. I just stay. Yeah, lots of people stay, so there's no pressure to leave. And also our teacher, he kind of gets up and leave during the break, which I'm fine with. And I suppose it's his time at that moment. But it's not really important to know about these breaks. But I think it's uh, good to know just what to do, whether you want to take a break, whether you want to keep on going, whether you should take a break. If you're like getting frustrated with your work or if you just need a like breath of fresh air, you know? Yeah. And also... Don't abuse taking breaks. Like in my <laughs> in my history class, um, the teacher gave us a three minute break, and there were some people who went to the bathroom and didn't come back, and they came back in like ten minutes. And so now the whole class doesn't get breaks for the next two weeks. So, so main message of that: just don't be selfish. Yeah, just. Like walk around, but always come back within the time limit that the teacher sets, be it three minutes, five minutes, or seven minutes. And also think, I've seen loads of these tweets, especially with online school. But remember, your teachers are also people too, and so wasting their time is possibly even worse than wasting your time because it's them who has to repeat the same class over and over. And so it's just good to know to. Be nice, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and with that cringe message, that's the end. <laughs> yeah. Um. Thank so you. thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll be, be we'll be back uh, at the October half term or somewhere around then uh, with more specific points, especially since it's no longer the beginning of the year. Yep. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and I hope we see you next time. Disclaimer, we are not experts on GCSEs, nor are we robots. We are students who are simply trying to help others. So do not take our words as gospel. The revision techniques and tips we discussed, as well as the classes we chose, may have worked for us and we may have done well as a result, but it does not mean they'll work out the same for you.